Welcome to a very special episode of Here Comes Some Wisdom, episode number 10. Yep, we made yeah, it. Yeah, this is, this is a milestone. We've gone at done, any time, Yes, at any time you could contact our show at herecomesomewisdom at gmail.com. Please check out Carter's blog, which I yep. don't want to know how much time he spends on, which is herecomesomewisdom.blogspot.com. Awesome. Don't yeah, be, don't... check out a picture of me and Jay-Z. That's now right. For a, yes, Behind the scenes. Yes, now for... A very special Here Comes Some Wisdom, episode 10, theme song. Carter, take it away. It's the rock! Yeah! Woo! You know my wisdom, you check my swagger. I'm dropping cash, smoking weed, and sipping the yaga. Sipping what? R-O-C. We running this rap, yeah. Carter and Jay-Z. We running this rap, shit. The show ain't tailor-made for you, son, it's tailored for me. Wearing Armani Gucci, I get this free. Move back, let I breathe. Chat at night. The more space I get, the better I write. Oh, never I write. And starting tonight, this show's ten episodes in. You gotta reach down deep to feel the banderas within. Uh, I'm in Vegas, shorty. Put down them chips. I'm on the highway, huh? Who's ride them whips? Now, Carter. Yes. What was that theme song we just heard? Brent, what do you That's... think? Brent, what do you think? Uh, it's a mi- same usual Carter feelings mixture of like <laughs> regret and being <laughs> impressed. <laughs> That's that the like general Carter par- vibe. Yeah, equal parts like, oh, no, no, but wow. <laughs> it's pretty good. Well, I don't know. I don't know which Carter you're talking to. You talking to me, Carter, or are you talking to Sean Carter, my boy Jay Z? You know, two Carters together at last, straight over the streets. Oh, times, always timeless. Carter, you just dropped. I, <laughs> that's the big thing is that Carter makes a new theme song every week, except nobody notices because he's always just adding like in a line or like fixing just, something up, just tweaking the reverb on the background guitar. But there, this you know? week, Carter thought episode ten. I'm bringing the heat, and you just, Carter, you just laid down a new track with Jay Z, your boy. Yeah, but go to the blog to see some behind the fo- behind the behind the scene behind photos, the scene photos of me and Jiga getting you and you together. and your boy, you and your boy drop it. At me and my homeboy, Sean Carter and Carter. So how did you get him to? Uh, how did you get Jay Z to throw some rhymes on for this? Is he a, is he a listener to the the wisdom? No, he is now though. All good. But no, it was Sheen. Agent, Sheen told him our agent who uh, hooked us up with Sheen hooked me up with Jiga. Nice. Came, Hova came to the studio. And we laid down some tracks. Carter, you have got crazy musical skills. <laughs> crazy. And in the rap, you have like, you have musically, you have, you are semi-famous on, yeah. on ESPN. Yeah. You know, this isn't the first time I've rapped on a, on a show. Um, on ESPN a podcast. Football today. Yeah. 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 ESPN Football Today. Heard by uh, slightly more viewers, listeners than us. Not uh, many, though. 50,000 they have. A day. We're up we to what? About a hundred thousand? Just about hundred. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I I decided that um, I wanted to get on the show, and knowing the personalities of like the hosts, um, I was just they they think they're pretty funny. So my my theory was just turn all their jokes back at them <laughs> and put it into what? 
a uh, this is when T Pain was at his peak, so it was just auto tuned out. And you made an auto tuned you know, rap song based on club a banger. E- I prefer club banger based on an ESPN <laughs> football podcast. That is so, yeah. so nerdy, awesome. <laughs> but you know this big show. Uh, that same episode, three time Super Bowl winning coach Joe Gibbs. The next. Uh, episode was matthew stafford who just signed like a 70 million dollar contract and then there was just in me. between was was carter's theme song of the show <laughs> what was it it's like it's football today with your host jay-z and, your produ- and producer jay, jay yeah, yeah 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 you were rapping and, on a yeah. podcast and then like a lot of people be like if you don't listen to the show every day you're not going to get every joke because even if i say words like see ya or you play to win the game or that ain't true. Like, those are all catchphrases of the show. Yeah, you took every joke so, they ever had on the show and put it into a rap song. You combined them, yeah. A wicked rap song. And so they actually, yeah, interviewed me on the show and played the show. And then it was the theme song for every Friday. So, like, before the Super Bowl, the host would be in Miami. And they, well, how do they just they just crank up Carter's song? Every Friday, you were the theme song for a podcast listened to by hundreds of thousands of people. And they were so touched by what you did <laughs> that they brought you on the show, Carter. Yep. They inter- and I name dropped you. You name dropped your boy, Trevor. <laughs> yeah, I had to. He's like, you got any shout outs? I, I had to give it to Trevor because Trevor got me into the show. Yeah, that's right. Uh, Brent, mm-hmm. Brent, you love the show, don't you? Oh, I'm <laughs> staying up. This show is. <laughs> it's, how I, bad? I have, no, I don't understand how anyone could possibly. It's, well, it's morning zoo. Like, Carter, did they get any special button? Is there like a button they could press to play your song? It's, it anyways, I'm sorry. There was a lot of buttons on this show. It's like yes. football. Like you play to win uh-huh. the game. Button. It's like I'm a mad. I'm forty. <laughs> this is yeah. everything Stop. Brent. Hey. Everything Brent hates about podcasts. <laughs> okay, move on. <laughs> well, we used to subject you to it so much. We used to make you listen to it all the time. Hey, let's drive to Chicago. We didn't listen all week. Let's subject Brent to like seven hours. Seven hours of a show he hates. And it's sister show about fantasy football. <laughs> yeah, then uh, and then I'm, I'm going to listen to some old episodes of Tony Kornheiser on a road trip. <laughs> Terrible. So Carter goes on the show. So, they yeah, bring him like, on. You know, great. And like all these random people adding me on Facebook and stuff. And just so much, so much props were given to me. But it comes on. I was on the top of the world. They play, they know, but they play the song and it it cuts from the song in the middle of the podcast to the guy. He's like, like, that is so special. He's like, I'm not like, it's like, actually, he's like, that is so touching. I I don't want to get emotional. I don't want to get emotional right now, but I'm, it's just like football. That sound when you hear like a 40, 50 year old man. Crying. Starting to tear up over sports. It's like yeah. <laughs> it's Carter's theme song making this guy cry. And he goes on to interview Carter and he tells Carter, you know what? I have I have a special box as a football player and as a as a football coach and a manager. I, I've I've kept a box with me throughout my whole football career, right back from high school. And even memorabilia for the players gave to yeah, me. Yeah, famous player. Here's here's this glove that you know like Jerry Rice gave me. Here's like a a, Joe pic- Montana a picture shoe. of me with like Joe Montana. Here's a here's a signed thing by like you know uh, John Madden, <laughs> Carter. I'm, I'm gonna, gonna burn a copy of this of CD. your song, <laughs> and it's going in my magical special in your special box. my man bo- my special man memories box. He was in tears, Carter. 
I was on top of the world. I listened to this guy every day for an hour a day. Ooh. And he was like the greatest football analyst ever. But like, Carter. Like, yeah, New Orleans Saints are going to win the Super Bowl. Carter. Like, crazy. Carter. All good things must come to an end. What happened, Carter? <laughs> April 19th, 2010. Carter's world turned. Jeremy, Jeremy Green. Your boy. Your room. boy, Carter. My boy. Your car. It says in the newspaper article, Carter's boy, Jeremy Green. <laughs> Was what? He's not hosting the was show in the that hotel day, was he? Room. No, he was missing <laughs> no. on the show for a couple days. Yeah. What's happening? He had, he had some narcotics with him in a hotel room Ooh. and a laptop. What was on and the laptop? ESPN issued was he, laptop. What was on the laptop? Was he, was he, well, uh, he Googling? He was chatting, he was chatting with, a, with a user named Lending Mum about how uh, this mum and her three-year-old son were going to come to town, and he was very eager to meet them. Oh. And he was more eager to meet the son rather than uh, the mum. And then he was busted for narcotics and uh, possession of child pornography. <laughs> and he is now serving a five-year Your boy sentence. is My a sex boy. offender who's in jail. You made a rap song for sex offender, Carter. I know. I was questioned by the police. <laughs> <laughs> Your world is ruined. And ever since, they've never played you a song on the, the show no, anymore. No, they haven't. You've been banned. You've been banned from the show for making alliances with... A man who is now in jail for possessing crack and child pornography. <laughs> You're a bad man. Yeah, and and one of the, the the songs in the last one of the lyrics on the last verses, I got a lot of co- I got a lot in common with my man JG. Well, you got a lot. I, just of hope com- I don't have that much. <laughs> you don't have anything in common with him. I hope, Carter. I hope, I hope I don't have anything in common. Carter, so when I- the feds were searching, this is just my last thought on this. <laughs> the feds are searching his house. <laughs> They're searching his man. They found his special what do they find? A very special box with special things in it. And right on top of that, the they're like, edition. "What's on this CD?" A disc, and they're like, on "What is CD? on? Like, what is how on much this child disc? pornography is on this disc?" And they pop it in, and it's me rapping. Red phones on. It's football today. <laughs> Brent, uh, you you brought up an interesting. Uh, I don't think you could roll in China. I, I know you were thinking about maybe moving to China. Yeah. But, but. it doesn't look like that's going to happen. Yeah, we've got some issues now. <laughs> it's on. <laughs> it's on, China. The love affair is over. <laughs> yeah, they've just cut out. They've decided that their TV has all got to, all their TV has got to be like celebrating now. It's got to be celebrating the 90th anniversary. Of the Communist Party. Okay. Yeah, so it's only got to have, like, the great joys of... General like, Mao. How the, well, you know, how great the nation is. So some stuff that they, they took off, like, from the list of possible... Not even shows, but plots. <laughs> well, so they just took, like, ideas off the map. Yeah. They like, can't even have these like, ideas. Yeah. It seems like more like maybe there's like a nerd pro maybe there's like extreme nerd problems. Okay. Because the types of things they're taking off involve fantasy, time travel, mythical stories, bizarre plots, <laughs> absurd technologies, superstitions. <laughs> what's an absurd technology? <laughs> what's, what's, an a, <laughs> what's a bizarre plot? Wouldn't that be like every episode of Seinfeld ever? Oh, Kramer's swimming in the, the East River. Yeah. Bizarre. Absurd technology. What, like time travel? <laughs> That's an absurd tech. Or time, time travel has its own domain. 
Yeah. <laughs> no time drop. So no Back to the Future? No Back to the Future. No Quantum oh. oh. Damn you, China. Star Trek's gone. Battlestar Galactica gone. Yeah, the whole Josh Whedon family's gone. So we wouldn't... <laughs> we, I think we're out. We can't live in China. Yeah, these are all no. the good shows. Yeah. I know we don't want to give up two billion listeners, but we can't. China. Into, yeah, we, we're, we're on strike. Yep. We're boy, <laughs> I'm boycotting China. Yeah, Carter, circle your calendar. Make a log yeah. in your life log. That you are on strike right now. Striking. Does that mean striking from Chinese food too? Do I have to take a break from the chow mein? Yes, you do. Yep. <laughs> Shoot. Do they, have, do they have to take a, a break from the Star Trek? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's almost like you're striking for the people of China. Uh, I didn't realize that the Here Comes Some Wisdom Union was so strong that I had to stay away from my chow mein. We're going to make a difference, man. One, one lead-based toy at a time. <laughs> now, that's a bizarre technology. <laughs> that, is, that is an absurd but technology. But that's It's legal. <laughs> <laughs> absurd technology report that could be absurd, absurd technology news that could be our new segment but Brent, I think you're right Brent about um, I think secretly mm-hmm. everybody in China is just turning into a nerd that's probably it that's really what's actually happening is everybody's a nerd they're like that's it no more damn Star <laughs> Trek none of this we need strong steel mill Chinese people <laughs> Just just export Liam to, to teach him how to de- do some serious manual labor. Some serious steel milling. <laughs> yeah. There's no steel mills in China. <laughs> they call them happy factories. <laughs> you know, you can't be daydreaming when you're in the happy factory thinking of, uh, you know, absurd technology and bizarre plot lines, time travel, anything fantasy based at all. If you're like, "Oh, I wish I wish work was over." They'd be like, "Are you implying that you wish you could travel in time and end this shift? Cuz we got a tank of ice water to throw you in." <laughs> gonna- what, what happens if you had like a dragon tattoo or something? Would they be like, "Hmm, that is an, that is a ancient Chinese tradition, or have you been watching fantasy television? Well, no, yeah. but they say you can't do fantasy, right? And it's yeah, dragons it's like, all down with China? So China, where's your dragons? You can get rid of dragons in China? Huh. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more like, hmm. I they're guess they're okay you, with the high fantasy, but not the, the low fantasy. I think they're okay with being dictators. <laughs> Doing whatever the hell they please. only I could. If only you could what? <laughs> never, never mind. Oh, be a dictator? <laughs> hey, why did you say that? Not under your breath. Brent, I, I've been wondering what my... Uh, we, we used to live together in university, right? Yeah, for a few years. Yeah, you betcha at the old polo club. We've, we've mentioned it a couple times in passing. A very California-style spe- living, a, right? Ver- a very special, maybe haunted living quarters so uh brent what what was i like as a roommate was was there anything really that set you off i'd say just the overall i wouldn't want to say split personality or (laughs) schizophrenic insane cleaning habits it's the main thing i'm thinking of 
which still don't make any sense to me. Basically, oh, let let things pile up for a month, two months, whatever, and then clean for 48 hours. <laughs> I'm a very extreme person, though, right? I think that yeah. I go from one thing to the next full on. I'm either in or I'm out. Yeah. I always manage to never. This is while other people have jobs or something. <laughs> I guess that part's like be, come home from a day's work to hear a lecture on how I've been cleaning for 18 hours <laughs> <laughs> and everything's torn apart and the walls are like being repainted or something. <laughs> hey, you always did repaint your apartment. Yeah, I was known to do that. That was different. I've never known anyone to do that before. And the landlord's like, yeah, just as long as you paint it again. You're like, yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, I'd paint my, I was like, yeah, I'm moving out in three months. going to paint my room. Paint back. <laughs> Ain't no thing. Paint it again in three months. Ain't nothing. Oh man. No, Brent, you were pretty you were a pretty solid roommate. I never I never really had any complaints. You uh you were the guy on the couch, man. <laughs> that was that was your steez. Yeah. Um, no fights over the channels, what what you're watching on TV and stuff? No, I would normally just whatever Brent was watching, I would just take it as as you know, he, he knows his TV. He he knows his good. Yeah, Brent's we didn't have to go and buy two Wii's on launch day. <laughs> One for your bedroom. <laughs> Couldn't share that. <laughs> or it was just too exciting. What, the Wii? Yeah. Oh, well. That that sounds like me. Um, I remember a certain uh, late night uh, cream session, as bad as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think I was involved in this. Someone... <laughs> Someone walked in on someone, and it's not what it sounds like, people. It's not what it sounds like. Explain what the situation was, Brett. Well, this is this was this was in your um, fake tanning phase. <laughs> How many years ago was this? I've never known of this. I don't know if there. It was like a. It was like another extreme thing. It was like two weeks of you know getting right in there, really delving getting, into that world just getting brown just tan yep. and hard <laughs> but then there oh. were problems right you couldn't couldn't reach the back couldn't couldn't reach the back had to wear gloves yeah. while you were doing it oh yeah so there's a bunch of people staying over i remember our other roommate coming going to work at about four in the morning walking into the bathroom and <laughs> you and your guest for the night are both shirtless <laughs> and he's rubbing cream on your back. <laughs> <laughs> and he must have thought, what the hell is going on? <laughs> I think he missed work that day because he just thought he was dreaming and went back to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Those are some strange days, man. Some strange days. This is the same friend, the guy who was overdoing this. I remember one time he came back. We it was near the time we were moving out. We were all moving out, and so the house was kind of like emptied out. There wasn't much furniture, and uh, I went to work for the day, and he was staying at our place. And I came back at night, and the house had basically turned into a crack house. <laughs> there was like. <laughs> There's like mattresses on the floor and like these really sketchy people and like 
crazy like Korean techno playing and <laughs> oh my it was like leave the house it's like empty and clean and come back it's like whoa what <laughs> oh I love that guy every time he vi- every time he would come back and visit it was always just some <laughs> awesome times wouldn't have it any other way man <sighs> um another uh one of our roommates you're saying when he was when he was getting up at at four in the morning yeah uh <laughs> what was why it? do you get up he was working or something yeah carter do you remember where he was working wasn't it like this a coal Rage? mine <laughs> I think Liam was working in a coal mine or something because I remember him pretty. saying that he was driving, I mean, riding on the bus and he was just like coughing and he was like black with suit. It wasn't quite a coal mine. It was a, it was a steel mill in the yeah. middle of Winnipeg. Not Hamilton, yeah, not mill. Pittsburgh, but Winnipeg. He also, he also didn't own a car uh, and the place was really far away. And he had a bike. So he'd bike like 10 miles to work in a steel mill. And then, four, yeah, at 4 a.m. And for like, he, he, I don't know, he got the job through like his, his aunt or something. Some aunt's friend hooked him up. Except yeah, he found fa- out. It was a big favor, right? It was a huge favor. Hey, I'm going to hook you up with a steel mill job. <laughs> you owe me. And it was like, he got paid like, Twelve dollars an hour, and everybody else was making like twenty five. That were doing the same thing, but he didn't know why. And it was just like, oh yeah, that's just what we pay you. And I remember he like tried to like he he bought like donuts for the guys once. He had to like bike with a box of donuts and coffee on his bike, and oh, he had it rough. I've never seen somebody did like just totally break down and degenerate over. Um, such a quick period of, of time. Within a matter of months, he was just broken down and, like, just physically crippled. Just physically and mentally <laughs> crippled. He, uh, he would come home from work at just black, just filthy dirty. And he'd, he'd take the bus home sometimes, and his, his shift <laughs> would end right around, like, 4 o'clock. When all the, and it was right around a private school. So he'd get on this bus. <laughs> All these rich prep kids. Yeah, all these rich, like, schoolgirls in, like, their, like, plaid skirts. And, like, here comes Leo with his lunchbox (laughs) covered in dirt, hating, like, with death in his eyes. Like, (laughs) (laughs) oh, man, that was a good. We had some awesome temporary roommates that just. Yeah, they never really did so well. They could never keep up. They could never maintain. Always killed them. I remember, I remember uh, Jordan. Jordan moved back from France, and he decided he was going to live behind our couch. <laughs> that was the plan. <laughs> yeah, we have a new room. It's called the living room. We'll just we'll move the couch away from the wall. Yeah, and you can live there. Did he have like a, a blow up mattress or something? No, just on the floor. I think he just lived on the floor behind the couch for a while. He was he was getting his life together. Was the was the plan? I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a good way to start living behind the couch. He he has what we'd call maybe rage rage issues. Uh, slightly, he gets pretty upset. And one day he was just going crazy because he didn't have a job yet, and he was like looking through the wanted ads, and he's like, "I'm going here." And it was like a beer vendor, 
for minimum wage on the opposite side of the city. Like literally an hour, <laughs> an hour and a half commute and probably a 45 to 50 minute drive. Uh, it'd pay for your gas. And, and he's like, we got to go. <laughs> it's like, Take me there. And like they go in and he gets an application. And he like looks across the street. It's like help Watt. He's like, I'm going in. <laughs> it's like applying for jobs <laughs> on the other side of like the city. Because he's like losing his mind because of our, our, uh, our residents. I think that brought out the worst in people. Just broke you down. Now, isn't there a pizza story that Liam has or something? No, this was just... Well, Brent worked for a living, right? Brent did things. Shocking, Brent, Brent yeah. had <laughs> Brent had actual money. Uh, I was pretty poor at the by the end of the year because it was always in like the spring when we'd have someone sublet for a couple months, right? And uh, and the person who was ever was moving in with us was extra poor. <laughs> So it was like poor, extra poor, and then Brent was not rich, but in our eyes, Brent was like Brent was Joe Moneybags, <laughs> just, just raking it in, just yeah. cash. Homie. So Brent would Brent's a pizza fiend, right? And I remember one day he was he, somebody was like, "Hey, uh, somebody was like, oh, I got no money, man. I gotta go and get the fifty cent bread from like the the food the food we used to call the place. I don't know if you could say this, but we used to call it food whore because we'd go there and buy like the beat up." leftover expiring that day food and just have like food whore feasts and so we were like oh we're going down to the grocery store we're gonna get we're gonna get some food and and brent was like oh yeah i'm 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 poor too you know and he'd <laughs> go down there he'd, he'd like get a loaf of bread or like he loved like bakery food that was like gonna expire that was brent's thing so brent would get like the bakery food and he's so poor and then like the next day we're like yeah we're, we're going down there we're gonna we're gonna get some food and, brent, and brent's like yeah I, i'm broke too and then one of the roommates just snapped because he discovered pizza hiding under the couch that he lived under. <laughs> he lived beside the couch and he found a pizza under the couch hiding. And he was so disappointed. He's like, you get that food right behind where I sleep. <laughs> so mad. I could smell it all night. Yeah, I could smell you. I knew I was dreaming about pizza. You're so poor. Reason. You're so poor with your fancy $5 pizza. <laughs> was it a Little Caesars pizza? <laughs> <laughs> rich man rich man you can buy 10 loaves of 50 cent bread for that I know that's like that's like 7 weeks of bread <laughs> hmm. oh, Brent always flashing cash throwing in other people's yep. face naked at raid making it raid pizza slices <laughs> okay good 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 alright Oh, who's humping their microphone? Sorry. Is that in your pants now? Are you are you uh crotch mic? That's what it sounds like. Oh my god. Is that better? We're good? Comfy? Yes. Good. You have some uh conflicts coming up in your life, Carter? I do. There's something I'm really looking forward to on uh April twenty eighth, and that is the first round of the NFL draft. And since there's a lockout going on, it's the only bit of NFL stuff I can really sink my teeth into. So that'll be about three hours of watching um, people's name being read on stage. <laughs> I really look forward to that. But unfortunately, there's a bit of a, a scheduling conflict. You see, I have two dogs and they're twins from the same litter. And that is actually their birthday. So my Wait. girlfriend... So your dog's birthdays are interfering with the draft? Yeah, because... Um, we take our dogs pretty seriously in this family, and Janelle <laughs> is cooking 
dog safe cakes, which I don't really understand because dogs will eat anything. So I'm sure they, I'm sure ours have even had cake. But it's a special dog cake she's got the recipe for, and all the neighborhood dogs are going to come over. And you know that they're going to be wearing party hats and just running wild. I did not know that. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, you're going to... So you're having a dog birthday party? Yeah, and all the dog's friends are coming over. Do your dogs ever see the other dogs? Oh, yeah, we go to walks and dog parks all the time. We go to, like, the dog park with our huge crew, like, our dogs and posse of, like, 14 dogs, and they just go and, like... Straight up be like, yeah, this girl, this girl dog, it's our girl dog now. <laughs> you know, just pick on little dogs and stuff. Are so there loner dogs who try and hang out and just get <laughs> run out? They're not part of the posse. Yeah, 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 and, you know, other owners are like, oh, get back here. They're not part of the crew, you know. But, yeah, so <laughs> our house is just going to be overtaken, and I'm just going to be trying to sit on the couch, be like, oh, who did the, who did the Panthers take first overall? And it's just nonstop dogs. It's going to be like, how many dogs are going to be in your house, Carter? These are gonna these are gonna um, be in the house. Yeah, yeah. That's It'll disgusting. Two, <sighs> then three, then two, and then. So f- I'm saying for sure seven, possibly more, depending. Oh no, no. There's how many cats two. do so you we, have? I have two cats, and there'll probably be about nine dogs at this dog party. <laughs> do you ever have like? Do you ever have nine of your friends over at your house garden? <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't. Does your dog have more that. friends than you? I don't even think I've ever had nine people over to my house. I haven't seen either of you in like almost a year. That makes me sad. We'll go for it. Now, many people emailed the show after our story of the man. Uh, If you haven't gone back, go back and listen to it. It's a very special episode. And we talk about the man at the end of the episode. And people love this character. He was a larger-than-life character that we ran into, I ran into as a child. And there, there was one other character from my, my past that I think could really, really compete with the man for just out-of-this-world experiences. I'm going to call him <laughs> the Hurricane. <laughs> I'm not using his real name because I'm scared he'll beat me up if I ever go home. Really, actually. So we're going we're gonna to call him the Hurricane. Now, uh, this man has been in and out of my life uh, since, since five years old. From riding the bus when I used to grew up on a dairy farm till, you know, a couple years ago. He's always been around. He's always kind of lurking. You never know when you're going to run into the Hurricane. And uh, he's always got something. So I figure in the next couple episodes, what we're going to do is just give you little snippets of the hurricane. A little bit of hurricane just, wisdom. Yeah, just split this one up a little bit. We'll try it a different way. Just a taste. Okay. Yeah. Board your windows up, people. It's category five. Yeah, board up your windows, but make sure they're either plexiglass or wood. You'll get that someday. Now, <laughs> the thing about the hurricane. Now, I'll start at the beginning, okay? <laughs> I, I, catch, I catch the bus. Five years old. I get on the bus. My cousin's the next but the next stop over I get on, I see my cousin. He's a lot older than me. He's hanging out with some friends. They're in the back of the bus. I'm a, I'm a little kid. I'm in the front of the bus. Now, one of the kids, over the course of riding the bus as a child, it started out with some... Um, they were ahead of the curve, I, I would say, with um, body modification. Piercings and tattoos are pretty cool now. But you know what's cooler? 
Really cool is when you find a safety pin in the aisle floor grooves of the bus covered in mud. Oh, man. And then you dare your brother, who is the hurricane, to pierce his ear with the filthy safety pin. You guys, any problems with that? What's his brother? The monsoon tornado? <laughs> no, I don't, they could be a wrestling tag team, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> the strike force. disasters. <laughs> now, now yeah. he he proceeds to put his head because his and and his and the hurricane says, you know what? I'll do it, but we gotta make sure it's clean. Okay, I'm figuring that there's no way to make it clean, so he takes out a lighter. Lights it up. Sterilize it. He puts his... He puts his... um, He puts his ear against the window of the bus in the winter for about a half an hour. The whole side of his head is red. Frozen. (laughs) He's frozen his whole face. This was a game we used to play where you put your hand on the bus window and see who could hold it the longest, except he shoved his head and froze the side (laughs) of his head and then shoved a needle through his ear and then forced to beat up a girl on the bus because she wouldn't give him her earring. So he threatened this girl, he took her earring, and he put in this pearl earring <laughs> in his ear on the bus and like walked around like he was the toughest guy when he got off the bus. He was like, yeah, look at me. Pearl <laughs> earring. earring. Yeah. I, put, I pierced this myself, ladies. Look at this. <laughs> Next day, comes on the bus. His ear's a little red. Just, just a touch. Next day, his ear is like really red. And the next just day, just a tad infected. The next day, his ear is bandaged up. What happened? <laughs> oh, my old man saw it and beat me and ripped it out of my head. <laughs> I thought you were going like, oh, the doctor said it was inflamed. No. Prescribed me some uh, antibiotics and no. we, we got it sutured no. up. No. To me, this is no. more of like this is more of just the origin story. Like oh, and there's the sad reason why. All 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 supervillains have an abusive father, like Lex Luthor and stuff. Mm-hmm. The Hurricane. Yeah. yeah, so to be a good hurricane villain, you have to have yeah. Gotta have a past, a dark past. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if that story. Carter is laughing away for me. That's like oh. <laughs> and this kid came and his ear was ripped off. <laughs> just like Mike Tyson is his dad. Everybody just laughed. Oh. He was special. So we'll keep you up to date with a couple segments of the hurricane. We'll sprinkle them in for you. But that The was weather cool. report, we're going to call it. You yeah. Know, we'll keep you, uh, the keep weather you report, I like that. I like that. Keep you that. up to date on the hurricane and its movements. When it comes inland, maybe it'll be downgraded to a tropical storm. Never. I would <laughs> like a foghorn for next week, though. Before. that's. I just insist on it. This morning, you know. Carter will work on that. Carter will work on that for sure. Well, at the end of a milestone here, people. That's been a very Very special. It's really been so. It's been an emotional day for me. You know, I was thinking about it all week. Episode ten, and uh, did did you ever think that a young podcast growing up? In the tropical land of Jamaica, whatever, grow to see 10, ten. ten episodes. Ten. <laughs> Sometimes topical, always way. tropical. Here comes some wisdom. Right. If they want to mail the show, Brent, what do they email us at? Here comes some wisdom 
at gmail.com. All right. And Carter, if they want to go into Carter's Mind of Madness and check out the blog, where do they go? Here comes some wisdom.blogspot.com. So everybody that's listening right now, sincerely, I mean it. Thank you so much. Thanks for sticking with us for 10. We got many more coming up. We're not shutting this thing down anytime soon. So I really Can't appreciate stop the hustle. I, att- I appreciate everybody <laughs> that's, that's been with us since episode one. And anybody that's new to this, please, you know, thank you for doing this. Tell a friend. Email the show. Spread the wisdom, people. Thank you so much. We're going to leave you with Carter. A very special, the, the, the rap song Carter made for the ESPN Football Today podcast that, that uh, maybe went a little sour in the end. Yeah. We're going to leave you. Show, I'm not a child molester. We're going we're gonna, to we're gonna leave you with some of, uh, some of Carter's rhymes. Thank you so much, people. Get your headphones on. It's Football Today hey. with your host, JG, and producer, hey. Jay. This year's American football, so don't you dare dribble if you're playing Hans Ward. Keep your head on a swivel. Thanksgiving, got my TV, turkey, and jelly. I got in-depth analysis with Len Pascarelli. Keith Kidd won't return my calls. He's got call display. M-dubs got your picks, because it's Football Friday. Going to the club, but I won't walk a mile. Pod Vader's limousine service on speed dial. So get your popcorn ready. It's gonna be a show. If the cops pull us over, they don't know what you're talking about, bro. I'ma say this about that I'm Hall of Fame like Barry I'm a winner through and through I'm well liked by Singletary Matthew Stafford drafted number one Arm strength like a nuke But what's the Lions record? It makes me wanna puke I know that Tom Brady's favorite rule is the tuck Cause I bought a used camera from Bill Belichick I like the Cowboys have trouble when it comes to Samba Super Bowl 42 I don't remember Not about the money I don't do it for the fame Hello You play to win the game Whether I'm on the field Or at home with my shorty Who am I? I'm a man I'm 40 I'm back like Arnold said in Terminator Now I'm gonna climb my way up a whole green elevator my friends say local radio and TV will do They don't need ESPN That ain't true Every day they're gonna hit you with the segment Quick slant When Tuesday rolls around Getting your three-point stance I got a lot in common with my man JG I don't believe in things like a moral victory See ya.